0: Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hey, this is Gillian Seed, and you're listening to The RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe.
0: Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? of swords and sorcery, of romance and treachery, we'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name's Brent, I'm your host, and with me today I have Nick. Damn, everyone in this world is just horny Gantner. What's happening, man?
1: Um, I'm horny. Horny, horny, horny.
0: I really wish you hadn't done that.
1: Well, you know, I you gave me the, everybody's horny. What do you expect?
0: Yeah, well, they are, so. Uh, um,
1: But I'm pretty good, I guess. Just, just moving the house around, so that was fun.
0: Yeah, you sounded really enthused about that. And it's really on point.
1: Well, it's uh always great to have mo- like your whole fucking day just gone.
0: Ah, uh, well, that's how I feel about life. Well, damn. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh it is today is we have a re- we have a review episode for you guys. We're talking Albert's Odyssey or not Albert's, Albert Odyssey Legend of Eldine for the Sega Saturn. This is the 3rd it, or the. Not necessarily the third. This is a quote unquote guided game. So it's like an offshoot story. But it is the third in the series of Albert Odyssey. The first one, only one, we got in the States. The previous two were Super Famicom games. I think they were more like. Uh, like strategy games. Closer to like a War Song or Fire Emblem type thing. Um, this is not that. This is a turn based. Uh, JRPG uh, produced by Sunsoft it was brought to North America by Working Designs now why should we care about like just just a five minute little thing like who is Working Designs and why do we care about Working Designs Nick?
1: Working Designs was um, one of the few publishers who was willing to bring over uh, very, very niche Japanese RPGs. Um, and typically, when they did bring their, whatever games they got um, the license to translate and produce, or, or not produce, but you know dispense, whatever the hell the proper term is, uh, over, they usually uh, included a bunch of extras with their um, releases. Um, and they did a lot, a lot of classics like Lunar, Lunar 2, um, Arc the Lad, they did a Lancer. answer. They did this. Um, they actually have quite a big catalog. Unfortunately, uh, they went out of business because, uh, f- at least from what I remember, like, some rumors here saying going around is that the dude uh, in charge, I think his name is, like, Vic Nonia, but I can't uh, remember 100% because I'm not that informed about it. Uh, apparently, there's, like, some money mismanagement because he wanted to do things that wasn't really in budget. Um, and then also the sales weren't that great. Um, so they went out of business. But he apparently came back uh, with a new business called, I think, Gaijin, Gaijin Works okay. or something. Um, I know they've recently been publishing a lot of the Summon Night games. I think they just did Summer Night 6. Uh, but they've done, I think, five or six games since being reborn.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so... If you're new here, what we do when we review a game is we break it down in a few categories. We get gameplay, story, visuals, music, overall experience, replayability. We score it one through five. We do allow half scores because, like we say every time Nick fuck this shit up, I blame him. I really do. He brings this whole thing down. Uh, so first up, really, uh, we talk about gameplay. Now, uh, it's... <laughs> Okay, so it's your typical JRPG thing where you have your overworld maps, you've got town maps, you've got uh, turn-based battle, random encounters, all that kind of stuff. Uh, But we'll start off with like the battle system. It's pretty like it doesn't really do anything new, uh, especially for you know as far into games as we are with the Saturn here. It's it's you know you got attacks, you got magic. That's about it. You do got five character party, which is kind of cool. Can't think of many games with five character parties. Uh, So yeah, what do you got to say about the battle system?
1: Uh, It's pretty generic. Like you've just like you get your your, uh, battle started. uh, You pick a command, like attack, magic, defend. You can pick an item, whatever. You choose a target, Uh, and you do this for each character, Um, and then every but he does their shit and repeat. Um, and then like on the overworld, you do some exploring, same thing with dungeons. Uh, most of them dungeons are pretty straightforward. Like you don't really have to do any puzzles or think very much, or try to navigate the maze very well. Um, so I mean, that's a good thing if you're trying to get through it and just experience the story. Um,
0: in general, I would say this is probably one of the easiest. JRPGs I've ever played. Um, in that there's not a whole lot. It's pretty straightforward in far as where you're going next, and that's kind of more of a plot thing. Um, battle's pretty straightforward. Character progression's extremely straightforward. You just kind of level up, you get new skills, you equip better equipment. Uh, you know, there's no active time in battle. My only problem with battle was like uh, there was just the evasion statistic, especially early on. It did get better but early on it's just it's me it's just one two characters and one or two enemies this should be a you know in it in out in out kind of thing but then we'd spend five rounds missing each other that fucking sucks man like that's boring I don't need that in my life just let me hit it and do damage like I've already accepted the rinse repeat nature of the game because it's a JRPG and I'm kind of I'm going in ready for that kind of Thing, but when you're just missing and you're not actually doing anything, it kind of blows. So, I mean, do you end up with a lot of misses, like just just shitty evasion, or is that just my bad luck?
1: No, I got a lot of misses too, and it, like I said, it felt like it, it drugged the the battles on yeah. because obviously, like you hit, you're missing, and it's like just you're just wasting time.
0: As James alluded to on the Final Fantasy Legend review there is a bit i wouldn't call it lag it's just like extended animation almost or just like uh
1: it just i think it's actually lag because apparently working designs did something with the coding from the japanese version and kind of fixed a little bit of it like obviously it's still pretty bad okay but it's not as bad as it was in the japanese version because to me
0: lag is like putting a thing and then like it not immediately registering like i put a thing the menu goes away and he goes to do the attack or like battle loads i don't know just like there was still a lot of empty space that um in, in just everything really uh so and that wasn't necessarily a problem it didn't really bother me and it would have bothered me less if i wasn't missing every second or third attack and they weren't missing me every second or third attack like there, there was a solid, it had to be my third battle in the entire game. And I was confused. I thought I was doing something wrong. I'm like, am I supposed to be timing and my attacks? Like when he attacks, am i supposed to be pressing a button like Super Mario RPG or something to like make him hit or like, am I, am I just missing something? And, Cause I'm not doing any damage. He's not doing any damage to me. I'm so confused. And then I just kept attacking and eventually it did damage. I'm like, oh, there's evasion. Great. This is this is my life. So, uh... That was cool. Progressions, like I said, simple. Do you have anything to add about the progression system?
1: Um, not really. Like, you level up, you get your spells, or uh, you get better stats, you get okay. better equipment. Uh, it's not really much there.
0: Yeah, there's really not, uh... Difficulty, or were you talking about difficulty? It's 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 probably one of the easier JRPGs I've played, simply due to it's uh, like the battle scaling. I mean, you got a couple hard bosses, but generally everything's fairly easy. Um,
1: well, like there's a big difference in the la- latter half of the game where everybody where the bosses start throwing out AoEs all the time, yeah. so you got to worry about full party damage and how you're going to deal with that. And so, I mean, it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult, but not really. Yeah. Especially if you've been playing RPGs for a fucking while.
0: Yeah, and I felt like all that to me just felt, you know, like I could get an extra level or two and it wasn't really a problem. Um especially Gris being, you know, the badass that he is. You know, it's kinda hard to, to make shit difficult after you got a dual wielding like Katana Samurai Dragon Man. Like really. I mean, come on now. But uh Speaking of Gris, there's the it, it the five player party. There's something like six total characters, so you only really get the one kind of swap out. There's not a whole lot of um, changing out your party, uh, but well,
1: probably the what is it? Final Fantasy Four, you lose all your your fourth character or, whatever, or fifth character, or whatever.
0: I don't. I don't. I...
1: That's because because it's kind of what they do, or is it number? Well, anyway, like because you the first half of the game you get one party member, and the latter half of the game you get another
0: yeah uh, so I mean I, but each character I think is distinct enough like they each have a role to play um, some do that role a little better than others you know some are pretty uh, uninteresting like I don't, I don't I didn't find a Mon particularly interesting gameplay wise um, Ika's okay I mean you get your main character you get gross being a badass uh, you get the mage uh, towards the end Um, I mean, so, I mean, they each, they each have their role to play, but there's nothing really, again, we're moving into disc based systems, especially you think like PS one, even like, uh, you know, you got some pretty interesting stuff going on in the Sega CD. This is after this is Sega Saturn, you know? Um, I, I guess I was kind of expecting more in depth just all around. And it kind of came out, it was just kind of average. Not that it did anything that it did poorly, with the exception of some of the empty space. Um, I think that, you know, it did the whole turn-based thing fine and well. It just didn't add anything to the equation. Um, That was particularly interesting. I mean, because you can have a very bland battle system, but give me interesting progression system. And hey, it works out. You give me a bland regression system, but a cool and fun battle system. Hey, works out. But when you do both of them, kind of by the books, as late as nineteen ninety seven, you know, maybe you should do a little more. Am I am I wrong here?
1: Uh, I mean, well, this is Sunsoft though, so
0: fair soft i mean you can't i mean yeah well that's fair um did you did you really have anything to add about how the game plays nick like did i cover everything for you um pretty much i mean what's some things that worked for you some things that didn't work for you
1: um obviously things that didn't work with the fucking invasion and shit um but otherwise, like, I mean, it played great, or, except for the little laggy moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't... Like, with how, with how basic it is, like, there's not a lot of room for, like, actually, I mean, really strategizing. Mm-hmm. Like, you attack with your melee attackers, you use your magic if you need to with your mages, and... Uh, but that's also kind of characteristic of uh like the earlier period uh rpgs like we played breath of fire really didn't have to do very much uh and that you just attack most of the time and then that was, your...
0: that was super nintendo though is my point this is Sega. well VII. i know
1: um well i mean you could say the kind of same thing about pump x7 too like you could spend you just attack for a lot of the shit and then use magic or summons when you need to so i mean it's typical jrpg fare in my opinion You save your MP for either troublesome enemies or boss fights, um, and you can pretty much get through anything. Uh, I mean, I don't really think you really need to worry about item management in this one either. I mean, I guess I'd say it was, as a negative, it's almost too easy. Yeah. Um, But I I feel like that's kind of a cop out kind of negative for the game.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, like, and there's not even a whole lot of like hidden extra stuff to find really that I that that I came across I mean granted the game was so straightforward I never really referenced uh like an FAQ or anything but I didn't really feel like I was missing anything I didn't feel like there was gonna be a ton of like oh go over here and get this super special spell or over here and get this awesome uh game-breaking armor slash accessory like it just didn't feel feel like there was enough in the world to miss. Like it kind of was just going along for the trip. Not that it was a bad trip. It just wasn't a great trip. So, I mean... It is what well, it there
1: did. was like uh, like shit hidden in ur- barrels and urns and shit. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's always, you know, this is an empty barrel. This barrel's got shit in it but i didn't feel like there was a like a sub quest like a bunch of like you know because like you think of rpgs like even even breath of fire right where you had the the uh to go get the extra like the dragon sword or whatever it was where you uh you were either fishing or you went and did uh the tombs or whatever after you got the second ability or whatever yeah
1: yeah
0: like i didn't feel like this was missing that like little side quests
1: okay you make a fair point
0: you know, like, uh, just didn't, you just did the thing. like That's all there was to it. So uh, that's how I felt about that. Uh, let's go ahead and score it. I'm going to give it a three because it doesn't, it's not bad at what it does, but it also doesn't bring anything new to the table. What do you got?
1: I will also give it a three.
0: All right. So first up for our first musical break, I got... They call it main theme one. All right, there's two main themes. This is the first one. Uh, I'll talk more in music about the general style and theme of the tracks from this game. Uh, but this is kind of the best that it had to offer of its style. It's great, it's beautiful. Um, I love it a lot. We're going to listen to it. We come back, we're going to talk about the story. friend why don't you lay out the plot of this bad beast for me
1: okay um so i'm gonna start off with information you don't really get till the latter half of the game so you kind of have an idea of what's going on but uh, essentially uh way in the past um, there are these magicians that created a mystic kingdom uh, called Fragasta. There, there were two brothers and a sister uh, that were born, and they became came to be known as the Eldian siblings. Uh, as they grew up, they got more powerful, um, and this kind of blight on the land, this black dragon named Vlag, uh, sensed their power, uh, was pretty much like, eh, I think I should probably nip this in the bud, uh, and it went out to destroy them. Um, as they were fighting, um, the siblings realized they kind of needed to combine their powers in order to destroy the dragon, and they were able to deal a mortal wound to the beast and save the day. But in the process, uh, they were sprayed by his blood. Um, And uh, come to find out later on that this makes them immortal. Um, The uh, dragon's soul gets turned into this uh, demonic sword called Magiker, but nobody knows it's demonic yet. Um, And uh, one of the brothers, his name is Rodoria, takes it because he's like, fucking sweet, a badass sword? Who doesn't want this? Unfortunately, it kind of possesses him. Um, so he goes from being a good guy to a uh, bad guy who's kind of hell-bent on uh, chaos and destroying everything that's good. Um, so and in the course of him kind of destroying everything, his siblings are like, uh, I guess we should probably take care of this problem. Uh, so they kind of go to war, um, and then during kind of the big clash, Cirrus, uh, the sister, realizes that uh, they kind of need a trump card in order to get the edge on uh, Radoria and beat him. So she turns herself into this holy sword of Eldin. And then the other brother, Esten, takes the sword, uh, takes a big swipe, and there's a big explosion, and then when the smoke clears, everybody's gone. So fast forward to current times, um, the game starts with... Uh, this village being destroyed, it's on fire. There's goblins uh, killing everybody, and this dude and his wife with uh, their child are in this house with a talking sword. Um, so the guy's like, "All right, we got to get out of here." Takes the sword, takes his wife, uh, and I la- did. You laugh when uh, she was like, "I'm coming, I'm coming," because I fucking yeah, yeah, I laughed. I, la- I laughed,
0: and like I also didn't pick up that the sword was like being part- was part of this communication. Uh, like, I didn't realize, like, there was a talking sword until later. It was just randomly, there was a sword talking. me <laughs> For no reason, I was so confused. I had no idea what was happening, but continue.
1: Okay, I kind of caught it because of, uh, Tales of Destiny, they use talking swords in that too. So it was like, oh, the similar kind of thing, got it. Um, but, so they're trying to escape. They get surrounded by the goblins. Uh, the dad's like, alright, I got this, and tries to fight his way out. And then, like, literally gets killed in one attack. I'm like, wow, this guy's a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Cyrus Sir- is like, oh no, oh no, uh, I gotta save the babies. And then she just kills, magically kills all the goblins. And I'm like, I'm thinking myself, like, why the fuck didn't you just do that before? I
0: totally took that as the woman sacrificing herself with some sort of spell. Like, that was, okay, all right, now not, that I know uh, this is a sword, that's, yes, makes makes much think, more sense. Much more sense. Yeah,
1: because I think the mom just, like, gets her ass whooped, and then the sword's like, okay, I guess you wouldn't have, because you don't want to put it that together because you didn't think the sword was talking, right?
0: Yeah, because, like, she's there, and then, like, he falls, and she's holding the baby, and it's like, I've failed you before. I'm not going to fail you again. It was weird that she was calling him master, but I, I thought maybe there was, like, a an like, apprenticeship there or something. I don't know. And you know then, it's uh,
1: some SN, uh fuck, SNM, and, and, and then, like, she,
0: she hits the ground. Like, that's when her character finally has, like, the falling-looking sprite character. Then this big blast of white light, and the baby flies away or whatever. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. Continue. I'm sorry. I, it's all. The intro all to this game lo- is so melodramatic and dumb, but just go.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of stuff does kind of flow right. I think it's maybe because of the translation, yeah. but who knows. Um, so the sword, saves the baby, uh, then, like, a day later, um, this harpy comes flying by, spots the baby, takes him home. Um, many years later, Pike wakes up in his bed, he's been raised by these harpies uh, as a wingless harpy, and gets picked on relentlessly. Uh, he shares that in common with another character that you meet later in the game, who's also ridiculed for being uh, half birdman, half man. Uh, but, um, Pike does have a best friend named Lya and uh, also has a sword Sirius so um, the kind of day goes by and then Sirius is like hey it's uh, Lyra's birthday tomorrow you should give her a present so he decides to go pick some flowers um, when suddenly a man in black riding a dragon uh, comes swooping in <clears throat> cough cough that's actually Redoria cough cough um, so he shows up and his goal is to steal this power crystal um, in the process, he turns Pike and Laya to stone. But Cirrus magically saves Pike. And Pike's like, oh, I gotta save Laya. So he goes on this adventure to save Laya. Um Along the way, he meets a couple characters. The first one is uh, Eka, who's a dancer who just happens to be tired of her life of dancing. And falls in love with Pike. So she goes along with him. Um, there is a monk named leos who's uh they go to because they think that she can save or um cure laia of being uh petrified but come to find out there's also like 20 other fucking people that have been petrified because of redoria's bullshit so she's like yeah i can't really help uh but then her town gets uh magically overnight all the the villagers kind of get turned into these uh, undead zombie creature things um, so she's like, all right, obviously we got to go stop this dude. So then she joins the party.
0: Yeah, about this, this point you realize that like the 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 bad guy you keep running into this like just not your regular everyday bad guy. This is advanced bad guy, and we have to do a whole lot more than just constantly beat him up and lie to him about not being able to use his magic, which was stupid by the way. When you meet Ika, when you're in the town with Ika. And you fight this fucko. Like, essentially, they're like, aha, we've trapped you. You are, Your magic is blocked so that we can fight you. But come to find out, nobody actually blocked his magic. They just lied to him and said he couldn't use his magic and beat him up.
1: Again, I think that's probably a translation thing. But they probably. did try to make it funnier. Like,
0: yeah, I guess. No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh,
1: shit. Um, and then the next character you meet is Grizz. Mm -hmm. He's a dragon man and best character in the game. I
0: mean, he's dual Thomas. Like, come
1: on. He's a a fucking total badass. Um, and the reason he joins is because his uh his people are um stricken by a deadly illness. The funny part is that dragon men don't get sick. So you figure that shit out. Uh, he's like, oh, thank you for saving, uh, my people, both specifically my sister. Uh, I'm gonna join you to stop this guy. Um, and then, the last guy you get in the first half of the game is Amon the Birdman, who, like I said earlier, is growing up ridiculed because he's half bird, half man. People, uh, like are racist against him for that shit. Uh, but he's also got this weird thing where he's really effeminate, um, and good looking and all the ladies swoon after him. Um, so what's happening when the party rules in the town is that there's, uh, kind of a problem between the birdmen and the beast men. And uh, they're trying to, uh, make peace, but then, uh, the dude comes in, fucks it all up and Amon doesn't do anything and Pike and company save the day. And then, uh, Amon's part of this, like defense force for the town and the elder's like, you didn't do shit. Get the fuck out. So he joins Pike and company to prove that he is capable. He can actually do things and prove himself to everyone in the town. So uh, then you go off. You end up defeating Radoria, um, And Leos goes back to her town. Uh, but then shit keeps getting worse. Um, and uh, Pike ends up losing Cirrus. And you have to stop this new evil uh, named Novia, who happens to be the true villain behind everything. Um, and she's the one pulling all the strings behind all the evil shit that has happened. Um, so you go out, you end up meeting, um, this little girl, uh, I guess not really a little girl, it's like teenage or whatever, uh, named Kia, who happens to be the granddaughter of a powerful sorceress. Uh, she's initially working this missing persons case, but she gets swept up into, uh, trying to save the world with everybody in the party, and then you get your fifth party character back. Um... Much to get to Novia, you have to go through her four generals and disable this force field. Uh, have to disable these force field uh, generators that are in each one of these towers. Um, and you find out that her true motivation is to revive this immortal queen named Alorna, who is an ancient evil and uh just wants to uh spread catastrophe across the land, destroy the world, yada yada yada. Same typical villain stuff. Um So you destroy all the four generators. You get to her uh, tower. She destroys your airship. You happen to have a bunch of allies there from your previous adventures. You work your way down to the bottom of the tower. um, And then you find out that she is actually the last surviving descendant of the family that Albert was trying to destroy in the original game. Um, So you fight her. Then after you defeat her, she uses the last of her power to transform herself into the immortal Queen Alorna. You kill her. Um, she was in the middle of this ritual to summon Flag. Um, She really wasn't trying to summon Vlag, but after she realized that she couldn't um, stop piking everybody by herself, she's like, all right, fuck it, we'll summon Flag. Um, But the ritual is not complete, so we get when you fight Vlag in this alternate dimension thing, uh, he's not actually a dragon. He's just like freakish inside-out, double-headed tentacle monstrosity thing.
0: I saw that, and I was like, that's totally Nick's fetish. How'd you know, man? How'd you know? Yeah, I mean, because I know you so well.
1: Fair enough. Uh, like, it reminded me of like Akira.
0: Yeah, a like, little bit. Of kind of
1: um. Anyway, so you kill that... Uh, you kill the thing that's supposed to be Vlag, and he transforms back into the Demon Sword Magiker and Cirrus, uh, who you happen to find again during the course of your uh, latter half of the adventure um, tells you to, or tells Pike to uh, destroy the sword. So he goes up and slashes it with her. She's like, "Oh my god, you've done it! You're the greatest hero ever!" And then she promptly just says, uh, "I don't, I don't, you don't need me anymore. I'm going to leave," and then disappears. And everybody's like, oh no, Sirius is gone forever. And then you get this uh, like montage thing. I can't remember what the proper term is, but it kind of it goes through what happens to everybody. And then like at the end, prologue. everybody meets up.
0: I mean, uh, 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 epilogue. Epilogue, that's what I meant.
1: Um, it's everybody kind of meets up, and then you get credits.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, again, nothing incredibly new or original with the story. Um, where it does excel is in the, I think the translation is fun. It's funny. Um, the, there's a, like a wit and a charm to the working designs, uh, quote unquote script to this game. I do believe that it's, uh, is it doesn't paint the whole picture? I, I feel like there's elements that aren't being told or being brushed over um in that in that uh translation and I'll tell you why and uh and I'll finish this thought when we get to music but uh there's like I said there was that little bit of dissonance there in that intro um there's and I don't think there's a lot of um Tone of the environment, and what's happening, meets matches the the text on screen. Um, but that being said, uh, like I said, the the dialogue's witty, it's fun, it's funny, it's hilarious. Like there's a few times I, I actually laughed out loud um, to the dialogue in the game. Like there's a ton of I just had a big old grin on my face. So for that part, I had fun. But outside of that, it's okay. It's a it's a bad guy that is so evil and so bad, but we manage to butt heads and stop him even when we're weaker. And it's just, it's weird that way. Um, but it, it's still okay. Like it's not terrible. Um, what's some stuff that, that works for you. Doesn't work for you. The plot of this game, Nick.
1: Um, well, I mean for the plot, nothing really. Um, cause you get the kind of tropey, um, you get through your first villain, and then, ha they weren't the actual real villain all along. It was me, mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing, which you see all the time. Um, and then it's really generic. Like, person wants to destroy the world. They're going to summon some evil god-like uh, creature that can accomplish this task. And you have to destroy it uh, to save the world. I mean, it doesn't really do anything groundbreaking. Um, but again, it does... With the working designs, translation, and script or whatever, like they do it a, a decent job, uh, doing the story. Like the best parts are the actual like NPC interactions, um, because none of the characters really seem to take the, uh, like how how and how bad dire straits they are like seriously. Yeah, um, and that kind of bothers me a bit because. Like there's I think there's a time for uh, like humor and being flippant about everything. But yeah. then like there, yeah. like there should be some seriousness in, in the script somewhere. Like somebody should be like this shit's getting real, we're gonna hunker down and take care of business, not crap jokes all the fucking time.
0: So. Yeah. Um and I think that's exemplified. We'll, you know, we'll after you know I don't know how I wanna say this. Okay. I'll just go ahead and say it and we'll reiterate it later um, it, it doesn't know what it wants to be, okay, I think the, with the working designs script, you get a, like I said, a level of wit, a level of charm, and a level of fun, but you completely lose any emotional impact, uh, strength of real character, and, um, any epicness, right? Is that, is that, I think that, is that, is that kind of what you're, you're getting at here?
1: Uh, yeah. Cause it doesn't really feel like a, a grand adventure when everybody's cracking jokes all the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's weird that way. And yeah, this, this, this game really skirts two worlds. So, but, uh, this if- is
1: our first working designs game, right?
0: I believe it is, and it might be the first one I've ever played.
1: You've ever played a Lunar game or anything.
0: I have not played a Lunar game.
1: I played I'm Arc the Lad,
0: though, right? I've played. I have played Arc the Lad, but it's been so long, I don't remember a ton about Arc the Lad.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, That's time I played it. it was probably like when it when it re- was released. Yeah, uh, but I do remember, like I think. Yeah, they make fucking jokes. Working Designs puts jokes in all their shits. Like, I think the being of Lunar 2, uh, the dragon that Alex... Uh, no, not Alex. Hero has... Uh, like, makes a uh, pervy joke. And it, the, kind of, the kind of shit goes on throughout the whole game. So, it's the... Uh,
0: this... I tell uh. you. The dialogue through the first six hours of this game, like, it is unrelentlessly pervy. Like, it's just... Like, in every dialogue option you have like, with a female character, is, like, I'll do it for you because you're cute, and it's, like, all right, this was fun for a little while, but now it's not fun anymore. Like, now it's just stupid. Let it go, move on, but that's not what they choose to do. Like, even in the first town, like, you're going around talking to everybody, and, like, Leia, 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 or whoever, the chick that saved you and just raised up with you or whatever, like, the everybody's like, like, so, uh, what's her deal? What I would do to, to, to spend some time with her, like, come on, guy, Jesus. Like, there's people in the bar, and it's like, the, the guy's talking about how incredibly, uh, sexy the dancer or singer getting ready to come on stage is and his girlfriend's just like fine with it she's like i just wish he he just spent more time with me like fuck you leave him don't sit at the bar when he's there to watch some dancer like don't be that person fucking go like i don't know man like it was just it got trifling after a hot minute so
1: uh, well yeah there's only only so much so many times i can kick the dead horse like
0: so uh yeah i like I said, just the plot itself—it's kind of run-of-the-mill, generic stuff. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's also not groundbreaking. The script is the the bright point, but it also has this dark backside to it, where it's like, eh, you might have been messing something up. So um,
1: it definitely depends on you as a person whether yeah. you, you would you enjoy more of the kind of lackadaisical uh, nature of the script, uh, or you you prefer things to be uh, I guess I guess first off like how they're supposed to be in the original translation but then also like more serious and grand in scope because mm-hmm. uh, if that's your preference I don't know I mean it's it's worth playing I would say but you you won't be happy with it I guess if that's uh if you if you're yeah. if you're bothered by all that uh, like just fucking pervy shit or just jokes all the time then you're probably not going to have a good time you're probably going to mash the skip button skip all the text
0: yeah so um go ahead and score it for me Nick
1: um I will give it a 3.5 for the humor I guess that mm-hmm. working design brought into it like I'd I rate it higher if it was more I guess true to the uh the vision of the the developers mhm probably. Um, so I'd lose some points for that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I can give it the half point. I might even actually take a half point away. I'm really... I'll give it a three, because, like I said, it doesn't do anything atrocious, and there is a story, there is a narrative to pull you forward. Um, there are distinct characters. Uh, it just... Man like let up on the sex jokes. Like uh I don't know. Like I'd put money on Amon in the original tr- uh, translation is nothing like the Amon we got. So, anyway, let's take our second musical break. What do you have for me, Nick?
1: Um the track I have for you is called Exceeding the Limits. Okay. And it's got this like uh like it's got it's kind of like weird like mix between fast paced there's like some xylophone in it
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then it's got like i can't quite kind of i can't quite pinpoint the instrument but i think maybe it's like
0: there's a lot of oboe bass. in this soundtrack too
1: yeah there's like i think that might be what it is like, cuz i thought it was a like a guitar with one of those pedals that go like wop wop cuz mm-hmm. it like it, there's a part in the song where, like, you get this weird. You'd have to listen to it to kind of get it, but it's like wop, womp, womp,
0: womp. womp. Yeah, it's probably no mo like...
1: So I was like, that's an interesting, I guess, thing. The kind because of... it kind of breaks up the melody, and so I'm putting it on there for people to listen to it, it's just because it's uh that kind of weird. Yeah. Like it's not usually usually it's not usually the kind of song I would listen to, but it's it struck me because uh it's just kind of odd to me.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, well, let's take a listen to that. When we come back, we're talking about visuals and music. game right uh i personally think that the saturn is a underrated console in general i think a lot of the games that did 3d on the saturn were kind of meh and don't hold up but a lot of the games that use sprite work on the saturn look great and i don't think this is any real exception to that i think the sprite work here looks really cool um so I mean, the sprite work was good. The the uh, spell effects I would say are run of the mill kind of sp- uh, spell effects from the era. Uh, the character designs they're all u- distinct looking. With the except, yeah, you do get that that anime character portrait. That sometimes there's like a level of dissonance sometimes, especially in JRPGs when you have those anime um character portraits between like your interpretation of the sprite and what you get in the portrait you know what i'm saying yeah so um there's a bit of that uh you know but other than that i think it looked cool i think the boss signs were excellent the area designs and backgrounds i mean some of the backgrounds for battle are real run-of-the-mill and kind of mediocre but uh you know in battle stuff, the you know, out of work, you know, um, exploration screen stuff was fine. Uh, I think Albert, or not Albert, uh, Pike's, uh, He he's a cool little hero design on the screen. So um, just in general, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, what do you have to say about the visuals of the game?
1: You like the overworld stuff?
0: That was okay. I mean, uh, I mean, the not maybe not the world map stuff, but you yeah, know, I was gonna say
1: like, like, is that's got this like fucking weird isometric like shit, three D. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the
0: same. Like, st- they did the stuff late Super Nintendo too. Like, I just that that I'm really okay with. It was uh, I'm talking more like the town screens and that kind of thing. Like, I thought that stuff looked good.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean everything but the overworld stuff. Uh, like, the, the world map thing mm-hmm. looked fine to me. Um, like, probably I would compare this game, if you've played the series before, to Lunar, uh, with the way that the the characters are oriented on the screen and the enemies are. Uh, and then same with the ba- battle backgrounds. Um, the only thing I would say is I, I like the way that this game does the in-game sprites way better. Um, because they are... They're chibi, mm-hmm. but they are... Um, they maintain a sense of uh, scale, scale, I guess. Yeah, yeah scale, yeah. Um, so they, they look good. Like, like They look really, really good um, compared to like Lunar, which uses like uh, like 32-bit sprite work, I think. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I
0: think this is 32-bit. Sprite. It should be. It's a Saturn.
1: Well, I meant like it's it's got those weird, like, like like from, uh, they look like overworld sprites in, in battle
0: pretty got much. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it.
1: Uh, because they're like, they're really small and they're like, maybe the thing I was thinking of was like, uh, frame wise, like maybe eight by eight, like uh, how big they are on the screen. Um, the spell effects I thought were pretty fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> wow. My voice cracked there. Uh,
0: How's that puberty treating you, Nick? <laughs> it's,
1: uh, it's, it's, it's pretty late uh, happening here. Uh, no, I don't know. My voice cracks randomly like throughout the day. Sometimes I have no idea what it is, it's but sick. I guess my balls need to drop.
0: It's deep throat in that dick.
1: Um, I can't, I don't even have a response to that right now. All right, <laughs> just keep like, going. Like I'm in the middle of talking about graphics. and <laughs> I'm, I'm Apparently I'm deep throating dicks. Oh, I do have a, I guess a kind of a segue, uh, work related stuff for a second. Um, okay. so I bought these knee pads for work. Cause I'm always bending over and like, I'm climbing in the shit for kneeling to suck and, the dick. Yeah, so that's a, the that's a fucking joke. So I brought the <laughs> meat pack And, like, it's, like, 7 in the morning, and I'm tired as shit. Like, I'm not even awake. And one of the one of my coworkers is, like, uh, so you, you got that for Dawn, huh? I'm, like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? And then uh, somebody else is, like, yeah, you're going to meet it behind one of the machines later. I'm, like, ah, ha, ha. Everyone's laughing their ass off. I'm, like, ha. Ah. And then, like, 15 minutes later, like, I, I woke up a little bit more, and I'm, like, Wait, I think they were talking about me sucking somebody's dick. Son of a bitch. So, <laughs> uh, like, I was fucking. I was like, whatever. Just uh, roll, let it roll off my shoulders. But anyway, Jesus. um, yeah, the visuals. Uh, I think for the most part are pretty great. Uh, yeah, like I said, except for the overworld.
0: No, I think I think the Saturn in general. Uh, has the potential to look awesome. There's some really awesome sprite work on the system in general, and that's no different here. I think uh, I think it, it all looks great. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5, minus that half point for that that weird overworld thing. What you got?
1: I'm going to have to give it a 4.5 as well.
0: All right. So uh, the music here is composed by Naoki Kodaka. I hope I said that close to right. Naoki Kodaka whatever. I am terrible at these things. But here's the music Wonder if it's wonder if it's like Naoki. Naoki? Kudaka?
1: Oh no, I don't speak fucking Japanese either.
0: Yeah, me either. So this is real crux of my problem with this game. Here is the music. Each track or you take the tracks individually. I think they are beautifully composed. They're they're amazing tracks. But I think I'm gonna really hurt some butt here. When I say, I don't like the soundtrack for this game. Um, it is nonstop, solemn, melancholy. And when it's not one of those things, it's brooding. It, there's not a whole lot of fun and adventure here. Um, there are a couple tracks, but in general, it's really just small intimate emotional pieces and typically i don't have a problem with that uh except for when it's non-stop gags and laughs on screen okay and when there's there's no there's no let up from the 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 woodwind and violin that this soundtrack brings that it's Almost like again it, it's there there are tracks that are I think are artfully beautiful but it just does not work for me in this game. like you either need to change the script to be more serious or you need to change the music to be more playful like fucking pick one and go for it because uh, I, I I tried hard. Like, to not pick the two songs I picked because I'm like, oh, they're the obvious choices. I, there's got to be some stuff in here that's more appropriate. And when I went and listened to all the tracks back to back, it was sort of like a no wonder I was having problems because the whole time my senses are just getting hit with this, wah, 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 like, really fucking slow melodic. Solemn melancholy type music and it did not work for me here whatsoever. Nick, tell me how you feel about the music.
1: Um like you said, the music is each each track taken it individually. Uh, it's fantastic, but there is that quite there's a jarring kind of uh dissonance, maybe? Uh, yeah, I was thinking. I think so. there's some of the words I was think of, but I can't remember the words. But yeah, like there's like a like the game almost has cognitive dissonance where uh, probably because of the fault of working designs and their their translation, like people were cracking jokes, people are being pervy, but at the same time, like the mood is like everybody just died. My grandma just got run over by a car, and then somebody kicked my cat
0: and, and it went into a grinder. It's like the like, world has cancer, and we're talking about somebody's butt. Like I mean, I don't get it.
1: So it's definitely a weird kind of, I don't know, it was juxtaposition. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, but like, the sound effects are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that uh, when you use a spell, the spell sound appropriate. Um, the voice acting
0: is awesomely cheesy.
1: Uh yeah. Uh, I laughed at it. Because of how
0: bad it is. There was there was more voice acting than I was prepared for. There's like a uh twenty minute prologue. There's just like a the ancient times kind of thing that was just like, okay, alright, bro. <laughs> let's 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 keep going here.
1: Uh yeah, I was not expecting voice acting in this game. By the look of it, I was just like, There's not gonna be any voice acting, it's gonna be text. And then so that kind of it caught me off guard when the, when they first did voice acting um and then like it wasn't very good voice acting so uh, uh it's whatever like it's kind of a mixed bag like you get like i probably would probably listen to a lot of the tracks on this game like just randomly uh like in my car when i'm driving around um so there's good there's really good tracks but taken with the tone of the game uh it really falls flat
0: yeah i i agree um I think there are a good half-dozen tracks here that I could put on that would make excellent sort of like zen work mode music, right? But it is not something that's going to pump me up and get me ready to do shit. So, uh, Nick, score it for me. What are you thinking, music-wise?
1: I'm going to give this, I guess, a 3.5. For music
0: and sound. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna be a savage here. I can't. I just did not enjoy it. I, like there are a couple songs I think I will that will stick with me moving forward, but overall, it's only getting a 2.5 for me. Like it just, it just didn't work, man. Didn't work. So you be butthurt all you want out there in land, but uh judging by my response on Discord, not ten people have played this game. So go figure. But uh, next up, uh, my musical break. The Train. The Train. Hi, Train. Perpetual host of the show. Piece of shit, Train. So uh, for this break, I got the battle theme, okay? And I am actually going to drop in uh, two versions of this. You're going to have a little bit longer break. I'm going to put in a minute or so of the as in game and then the arranged version of it uh, the orchestral version that was uh, came as a bonus on the soundtrack not included in the game but I think it it takes what is already an awesome track and makes it 10 times better like super robust and cool so uh, buckle in you're in for a bit of a ride we're gonna listen to those then when we come back we're about overall experience and replayability I say every time overall experience for me is an expectations versus reality type thing uh so expectations going in you know haven't played any rpgs on the saturn i never owned a saturn uh you know i have played games on the saturn because i you know i have people around me that had it and i know there's some totally cool games there so you know, you look at screenshots, you talk about pictures, the the kind of reviews are kind of that 70th percentile, some lower, some higher. So, uh, you know, I was kind of expecting more than I got. And, uh, you know, that, that did color my experience. Now that's not saying I didn't have fun. Uh, there was, it's another one of those times playing game for the show where the first 30% I'm ha I am 110% in I'm having a ton of fun and then it just doesn't adapt or it doesn't grow enough as a game as a plot as anything it just is the same thing for the next 30 hours and uh that's this time did uh impact me negatively. Nick, how do you feel about your overall experience with this game?
1: Well, uh it's a kind of similar boat as you. Um I having never have played it, I also never owned a Saturn, never played any Saturn RPGs. There are a bunch that I'd like to play. Uh and this was one of them. Um, and so, looking at like going into it, like seeing all the high rave reviews that people had for this game, it was kind of like, uh, sort of like Star Tropics, yeah. Where I was like, oh, this will be, this is gonna be a great fucking time. Um, and so start playing the game. Uh, and it, like, almost kind of, I had like a similar experience with like Beyond the Beyond, where I was really going hardcore in it for, like, eight hours, and then and it was all just more the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't care too much about the plot. Uh, the jokes were kind of grating on me um, all the time. And it became, it went from being uh, something that I was enjoying playing to being a slog mm-hmm. to get through. And not because the game is difficult um, or like the mm-hmm. gameplay is not fun, but just because I'd rather be doing something else. Yeah. Like I'd rather be playing another game, another RPG, something that, uh, like would pull me in more, because there was no, it felt like there was no gravitas in this, and it was just, uh, almost like a storybook kind of yeah. thing, but not, not like Legend of Man, a great storybook. because
0: yeah, you thought. Think... Because you think RPGs, they everybody's like, oh, of course, RPGs are the same game from start to finish, and you're not not really, because you you start off with kind of this condensed version, of what the game kind of blossoms into, which you expect an RPG to blossom into after the first ten hours or so, it sort of just blows up, whether that be uh, story, uh, exploration, character progression any of these things sort of it just sort of blows this game up into this this thing that I think we all know and love. And this never has that moment where it, it it kind of blossoms into anything. It's just a straight line from start to finish.
1: Exactly. It's a very linear game. Like as you said, there's no side quests, no optional dungeons, no super bosses. It's just it's almost like golden sun in that way because golden sun was well no golden sun had fucking side quest shit but i mean i guess i mean that by linearity because uh golden sun is you kind of follow a, a straight line through it but then at the end you, you can go to the uh, what, and aisle and then do that shit like that's really the only uh well no you can go back to uh fuck there's that one dungeon you can go to after you get to the the merchant village you can go back to i think it's dodampa and fight him or something. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're not talking about that game, but uh, this one has nothing. There's nothing. You play through the game. That's it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was worth playthrough for one playthrough just to experience it. Um. So, yeah.
0: All right. Rate it for me then. 2.5 for overall. Yeah. Um. I think I'm going to be right there with you. Um. I might even give it a 2. But it's not like I feel like we're being hard on it. Uh it's just that it it should have been more than it was, considering when it came out, uh the time period, the system that it was on, it just could have been more than we got. So I'm just gonna set it a two point five with it. Um next up is Nick's favorite category replayability. And I just come right at the skate. This game has Little to no replay value. There's not, uh, other than some dialogue options to get different jokes, there's no real character options. There's not a whole lot of differing strategy. So I'm giving it a two right out the gate replayability. Where are you at, Nick?
1: I'm going to give it a one, and that is because you've played the game once.
0: You've pretty much, like,
1: uh, I like just like, like I always say. You've played the game once, you've played the game all you need to play um there's nothing to do different i guess, maybe you could it's, i mean applicable to every game maybe you can limit yourself in some way like never use items or never use spells for some fucking reason or whatever the hell you want to do maybe try a low level run who even fucking knows if that's possible um but like unless you really like the humor and you want to relive the humor in the dialogue again like you there's there's nothing tying you into the game like there's no there's no emotional investment to bring you back just to experience the story in my opinion so it's getting one like
0: and i could see i could i can honestly see how people would be nostalgic for this game since we have no nostalgia going into it i could see how someone that had a sega saturn growing up um, as a young child would have nostalgia for this game because it is so easy it's funny i could, so i could see um you know, someone having a ton of nostalgia for this game, but I would definitely
1: also say that it's great for if somebody's if this, if this is somebody's first RPG, it's yeah. probably a really great entry. And so, if that was their first RPG, they have nostalgia for it, then by all means, have a good time. I guess
0: the only problem with that is accessibility too. Like, um, you know, the Sega Saturn, not entirely. I mean, they're not expensive to get a hold of, but they're not incredibly easy. And, uh, you know, if people are out there going to play it, I, you know, I'd w- either give them more time to work on emulation for the Saturn, because it's doable. It's doable. Um, it's just not, it's not plug and play, like, uh, you know, like a NES or a Super Nintendo is plug and play. The Saturn's really not um, got it done, so it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I, I, if you can play it original, on original hardware, that's great. The only problem with that is uh, it's, you know, it seems to be that, you know, Sega CD, Saturn, and, while all disc media is susceptible to disc rot uh, or data rot or whatever, bit rot, whatever they call it, like those early CD-based systems are like really, really getting royally rammed of the up the rectum worse than other systems appear to be. Uh, I guess because it was new or they're older or whatever. So it's going to get harder and harder to get hold of the physical media. So this is one I would really like to see get a a good re-release somewhere that's accessible, honestly. It's it's worth that much to play it somewhere else and play it well, play it once, but, um, yeah. So that's how I I I feel about it.
1: I would pay good money to have the whole series brought over with original translations just to experience it that way. Yeah,
0: because like I said, the visuals and the sound of it paint a picture that we do not get in dialogue. And since we have what we have, it's hard to say that maybe we did get the better version with that translation that Working Designs gave it. Maybe the original just isn't good and that... That levity brings something to it. I just can't help but listening to these these tracks and just the tones, like, is just, just murder and death everywhere. And, like, it seems like there should be a sense of hopelessness until the end where it kind of turns itself around. Like, it feels like a... Like there could be a translation there where it's like with every step forward, there's a step back. And I don't know. That just seems like that's the better game, but it's not the game we got. So, and that's, that's just me guessing. That's me putting a story where I don't have one. Um, But I'd love to know. So if anyone out there has played the original Japanese translation and can read Japanese and can tell us, then sure, go ahead and let me know. But let's, uh, let's get our last musical break out of the way. Nick, what did you pick for us?
1: I picked the boss theme because I had to include a song that was my style, and this fits it suitably.
0: All right, so let's listen to this boss theme. We come back. We're gonna do listener questions. Talk about when we come up, coming up next, and wrap this bitch up. So we lied. Uh, we're definitely not going to the track that Nick chose. I am putting in a track called Misterioso. So, uh, listener questions. We don't have any. I asked on Discord as the last minute, but nobody. It seemed like nobody played this game really. Um, even the uh, Immortal Blaine J has not. This is not one he has, so he hasn't played it. Uh, James has played it, but he didn't answer on Discord because he is only in there every, you know, thirty-two days or so. So, um, I was there once a year. About once a year. So, uh, Nah kidding. We love James. Nice guy. Sends sends me weird. Uh, Weird memes. That's what he... That's his thing. It's like sends me weird memes. So, uh... I got really nothing there. We could talk about what we got coming up next. We covered, like, our feelings on the... Because I wanted to talk about the Saturn and how I, I, I feel like it's really a shame that it's not that accessible to people because there's totally some cool games on the Saturn and I wish it was easier for people to get a hold of and play. But... Um, what is next? I think the next game is our last game of the season, and that is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance with, with uh, Anderson, our good buddy Anderson. That is not due to come out till March 19th, though. We're giving ourselves some extra time to play that game because it's there's a lot of a lot of stuff there. So we'll have some stuff in the meantime. That uh... so this is the time of year like we're wrapping up the season. We're going to talk about um. You know, we'll do a couple more uh, listener-involved episodes. So if you're not in the Discord, now's a great time to get in there if you want to have your feedback for this show heard. Um, we'll be we're sending out a lot of surveys, a lot of questions, just a, just a lot of uh, you know listener interaction over the next few episodes. Uh, AKA bullshit. Wrapping up this, uh, this season. So, uh, but that's the next game coming up is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I realized to uh, the other day I had to order another copy of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance because I don't know where mine went. It's not in my box with all my Game Boy Advance games. Uh, I still have the strategy guide around, and I have the uh, manual from the box, but I do not have the game. So it's not an expensive game, so I just I just bought another one. Uh, you know, so. somebody
1: probably swiped it
0: yeah i probably let somebody borrow it you know to play it and then they never gave it back that happens you know it happened a lot as a teenager so uh it's fine i ordered another one it's not like it's an expensive game so that'll be that's coming up you gotta get working on that i'll get what you understand about uh when we're gonna record that and when we might record some other stuff but uh if you yeah so I, I I really don't have anything to talk about we I think we I think we did this one okay I mean I hate it when both of us come off a game negatively um I don't think the scores on this one were too negative but it just uh you know it is what it is
1: it, it should be said that the overall score is our personal experience how we felt about the game not how the game is overall yeah yeah necessarily like it's- sometimes it is sometimes it's not but this time it was definitely at least for me personally, uh, I guess definitely heavily flavored by my disappointment.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a subjective experience and we, we, you know, we never say that we're, uh, you know, we're, we're giving this an objective kind of look. Um, I think the only time we try and be really objective about it is when we do our, uh, our end of season list. I think we try and be a little more objective then like what is, what is probably the better game. Yeah. Um, outside of that it's a subjective experience you know and in we've said before and other you know just the way we do things for this show sometimes colors are experience for a game but this is you know this is 96 97 i expect more out of an rpg than than just leveling up and gaining abilities man <laughs> like i mean what are you doing so hey it is what it yeah, is. For, like,
1: for comparison's sake, Super Mario RPG came out about the same time.
0: And... Did it? When did, when did Super Mario RPG come out?
1: Uh, apparently, the initial release is March 9th, 1996.
0: <sighs> yeah, but that was Super Nintendo. Uh, I mean, even then, like, I think Super. <sighs> yeah, that's a game made for. I mean, mostly made for kids, but I think that game had more in more depth has more depth to it than this does it does
1: because you have the ac- uh, active like battle things yeah. so you have to uh kind of like the addition system in legendary Dragon. you have to press a button at the right time timing that's one thing of timing battle yeah. system um for not only the attacks but also your skills um there are side quests galore a fairly mature uh plot line uh yeah. i'd say um Lots of extra shit to do. Like, there's a casino you can go to. Um, the exploration of the the maps and the uh, overworld, are. I mean, the overworld's kind of stupid. Like, you just go from dot to dot. But that's what they kind of did in some games back then. Um, but like the exploration of the uh, actual like levels is pretty great because you actually have like jumping puzzles to do. So it's kind of a mix between a platformer, which is what Mario is from, obviously. So Whenever we play that, that'll be that'll be one hell of a review. uh I guess I'll say that.
0: Yeah, no, that'll be uh, that's next year. I also was setting up the uh the planning sheet for next year. We will hit episode one hundred next year. Like that's gonna be an episode we do next year so episode one hundred.
1: And uh, we still only have less than hundred listeners, so
0: that's probably not true. I know. I'm just fucking around.
1: I was to say uh, something about monetary compensation, but uh, decided not to go that
0: route. Yeah, we're just not going to go that route. We're gonna hit episode one hundred. That'll be cool. Uh, you know, it's been a good time this year, so we're gonna we're gonna. I guess we can go and wrap up this episode real real nice and neat with a bow. If you want to visit our home on the web, you can visit go there. That's the RPG show.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the RPG podcast, uh, links, to discord are on the website. That's the, you should definitely go there. You can email us podcast at the RPG show.com. Uh, listen, to our buddies, Blaine and James over at the, is it worth it podcast? They recently did an episode on super Mario RPG where Blaine and Josh Watts, frequent, uh, discord contributor, uh, talked about that, uh, they kept referring to this show as my show, but that's wrong, guys. It's me and Nick's show. Get it straight. It's not my show. You, I, you can claim ownership. I really don't care. I don't want to though. I don't want to at all. It feels terrible. Um, and uh, well, they, they, they just kept shitting on us. They, they said, they said, uh, they were, they, 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 Blaine just shat all over our format, man. Uh, how so? He's, he said he said they got their thing and it works for them, but he likes to be all loosey-goosey, like in a condescending tone. I didn't like his tone.
1: Well, unlike somebody, we don't get regularly reamed up the ass, so we don't have to worry about loosey-goosey. Ooh.
0: Ooh. That's pretty savage. That's pretty savage. But no, those guys are good dudes. Um, go check them out. Oh, leave us a rating review on iTunes. Each one counts. We love you for it. Like I said, if you're sitting next to a a friend, a loved one, and they, they got that phone open, just steal that shit and go leave a rating and review for us. Uh, it's That's the most important thing because I see podcasts that are inactive, have not put out shows since like 2015 above us in the search results for RPG, and that feels wrong. Feels wrong, and you know why? We First off, iTunes search algorithms are bullshit secondly we don't have nearly enough itunes ratings and reviews um reviews equally as important as ratings so if you have left a rating you haven't left a review please go left or leave a review um you know that's that's the that's the ticket that's the ticket but discord growing every day check that out too so yeah um till next time say goodbye everybody
1: bye everybody